0: Hello people of Earth. Today is February 10th, 2021. It is a Wednesday and this is the introduction podcast for my new series that I am starting called What I've Accomplished Without Him. Now this idea sprouted out of my main form of communication is speech and quite honestly I can never shut up and as many can see from one of my private snap stories which I've become very accustomed to over the past year now I have a private story called never a dull moment because honestly I think out of the 22 years of my life there really hasn't been a dull moment and I thought this was a great way to sort of get my feelings out there talk about the past talk about the present and the future and sort of get all of these emotions and feelings out there You know, I've tried talking with friends, and a lot of them are super supportive, and I've appreciated a lot of them over the years, but I just feel bad, like, talking about myself to them, and then, you know, I want to hear about them, of course, and then, but I still never feel like I have enough to say. I don't want to say time, because of course, like, my friends are very great, and they will hear me and help me as much as they can, but just sometimes I feel like it just, it it isn't worth their time or my time, and I just feel like I'm seeming rude. And then of course, you know, I've been going to therapy too, but then it's, it's hard to make it one-sided for me personally because then I feel bad because I have to hear what the therapist has to say and then I have to try and figure out what's wrong and sort of go through that and problem solve and think about different ideas about approach. It's just like, of course, it's very grateful and I recommend therapy to honestly anyone and everyone. I think all of us need a little bit of therapy in our lives, which is totally not a bad thing at all but i feel like i just need an outlet to speak and you know i do appreciate feedback but i think i just need to speak and say how i'm feeling and just get these emotions out of here another reason this has all come about is because i am it's what is it currently maybe a year and a half at this point a year and a half since i have broken up with my ex-boyfriend of three and a half years and it was a tough breakup it was very very long dragging the first I say honestly when I talk about this breakup and this relationship in general I say that there were stages so our first breakup was September of 2019 that was when I was just feeling a little bit nervous about him going back to school not because of any trust issues or anything but because whenever he would go to school I would get into these massive depressive episodes And it would literally be to the point that on a beautiful Saturday, I have no homework, I have nothing to do, I should be out with friends or exploring the world or just not in my bed. I'd be in my bed just crying and my body would physically just be in so much pain because I was away from him because he went to school away. And speaking of him and everything, I am not going to be using his real name, his real school that he goes to. I want to keep this as secretive and private as possible because i don't really want to expose him despite everything that we've been through i really just don't think it's appropriate to expose him or expose anything about him i will be using any sort of alias names also myself i won't be using my real name as well i just really do believe privacy is a great thing and you know i'm 22 i'm an adult i'm going to be in the real world very very shortly with graduation approaching in may so I think it's just appropriate to keep everything private that nobody really needs to know. But back to the relationship. So we broke up first in September of 2019 right before he went back to school. And that was a really rough week because I just wasn't sure if this was the right decision. And then he went to school and at that point really, it really was hard to speak. Because I'm a very big person of sitting down face-to-face and talking. I mean, yes, I'm definitely not opposed to a good old FaceTime call or a regular call. But I think if you really need to talk about anything, it's best to talk about it in person. So you, you could really sort of play off the person's body language and emotions and everything that they're going through. I feel like a phone is very artificial. I never really liked it. And that was one thing about the relationship that I will get into in a little bit. So September was when we first have broken up and we communicated briefly throughout then it was mostly me reaching out to him and then when he came home for breaks we would hang out but it it definitely wasn't fully over but at that point in my life I just didn't know what I want so I didn't want to invite him back into my life because I I just needed to figure out what the heck I wanted because I still just never really figured it out I kind of just kept pushing it away and then came COVID in March of 2020 And on my mother's birthday we started talking again and he was like oh let's like go for a walk and we went for a walk and that's when we were talking about our relationship and everything we tried to get back together after that it was it was a little rocky and this will all be information I will get into in later episodes but it was a little rocky of trying to get back into things and there were fights and we were just trying to figure it out and from about April to June we were seeing each other almost like we were a couple again but there were still these arguments here and there and just disagreements and it just never fully nothing fully ever healed for what we have went through and then finally in the beginning of june 2020 he broke things off again he just really needed the time to himself i was super irrational i I feel like from then till now what was it over six months I feel like I've changed so much as a person because back then I was so stubborn and irrational you wouldn't even recognize me it was horrible I just did not want to listen to any sort of reason whatsoever I was just so stuck in this idea of wanting to be with him and I missed him and just any reason that he would tell me whether it be reasonable or not because there were you know both sides to every coin and just didn't want to hear it I genuinely was just like no like if we want to fix things we can't not speak to fix things that kind of goes to my theory before that I believe that communication is everything and I feel like if you ever want to get anything solved you need to talk to the person and especially at this point he was home from college and we're in the same hometown literally five minutes away which is great (sighs) huh but you know, I wanted to try to solve things by speaking and he just didn't want to hear it and he just didn't want to express himself. He, He always had a horrible time trying to express his emotions and his feelings. So anytime I would try to talk about it, he would either just like walk away, it would turn into yelling, or like I kid you not, he would physically roll himself up into a ball and not speak to me. And that was very difficult. Again, these are more things I will get into in later episodes. But so we had our... I want to see second or third because I feel like in between March and June there were like kind of some spurs of really bad fights where I would say we kind of broke up maybe a second time but just just for reasons of like officiality June was like the second time that we did break up and then I didn't see him throughout June I, I did see him a few times throughout June to August uh, we saw each other once at the end of June just to try to talk about things and you know it worked in the moment but then it just was again just a dumpster fire and that didn't work out and so then we kind of like mini break up again um in july we did see each other again and i think we might have hooked up just like made out and stuff and then again he was just like no like i'm not ready for this blah 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 and then again in august on his birthday was actually the last time that i have spoken to him and physically have seen him in person i was dumb and i brought him a birthday gift because i was still just in this weird psyched out freight like phase of my life that like i just couldn't reason with anything and i brought him the gift and we were just in his front yard for the first time we weren't yelling and arguing the whole like past six months since march whenever that was exactly and we were sort of just laying on his lawn and just soaking in each other's presence I guess and he was talking and he was like look I just don't think I want a relationship right now it's not even you I feel like at this point everything that we really fought about I've forgiven but I just really don't feel like this is the time for me to have a relationship and I think I might even want to have like a little fling or two because he's a very big relationship heavy guy I'm actually his first relationship first crush first everything which i think made this whole situation much harder i realize in retrospect but he was saying i think i just need maybe just a little fling here and there just you know dating around going on dates he's like not necessarily anything like serious or whatever but i just think i owe it to myself to just have something casual or a few different casual things and me still being upset and very warped as i was I was like oh but if we were to ever get back together like would it just be like one of those like not serious like hookup sort of things and he sort of looked at me after a few seconds of thinking about it and he's like look I-, I don't think we can ever be like a fling sort of a casual thing I think if we were ever to be together again I think that it would be in a relationship way but just right now I don't want a relationship in general so I don't think that there's a possibility in this moment. Honestly, God, I wish the dude just said no to give me some sort of relief, but he's also a little bit of a scaredy cat in that sense that I I don't even think he genuinely knew what he wanted, so I don't think he wanted to completely shut the door in case we were to ever talk again or try to meet up or anything, so I guess that was his kind of way of not completely closing the door, just keeping it the crack open, but that caused me to be stir-crazy. And now here we are. It is February. We haven't spoken once. I'm genuinely surprised in myself that I haven't reached out to him. I did reach out to him the second week of school just saying, hey, would you want to grab drinks before we go back? And he ended up blocking me. So that message never got through to him. He actually ended up blocking me on everything, which is crazy because especially over the summer before everything happened, we agreed to unblock each other after the first breakup. And he blocked me on everything. The only thing that I don't believe I'm blocked on his Twitter and he's public so I guess that's like the only way we could ever communicate unless he decides to unblock me and everything but I'm very proud of myself I very different from the first time around I haven't reached out to him all semester as much as I really have wanted to it's been really hard especially the month of September and October I was still just like recovering from this little stir-crazy phase I went through over the summer because it was bad it was really bad over the summer like I think I left my bed in my room maybe a total of 10 days all summer and then as soon as I would get home from hanging out with anyone I would just go straight into my bed and like fall asleep and like cry myself to sleep pretty much and it's crazy because I look back at this past summer of 2020 and I know it was COVID so we really couldn't do anything anyways but I just really didn't do anything like and I can't I can't even say oh because it was a pandemic like no I just literally didn't do anything because I was just depressed and upset and I couldn't get myself to do anything and even too I have a twin sister and she would invite me to hang out with her friends you know socially distant everything was safe and I still was just like no I'm okay I'm all right and eventually she kind of stopped trying and I don't even think it was out of the mean way I think it's because I just genuinely didn't say yes to anything and I think she was like okay like I'm not gonna push her to do anything and then I never said anything to her so even to most of summer like I don't think we've barely spoken which is crazy I was just literally in my bed upset and alone and like sometimes I would reach out to friends and sort of talk about it but then I would feel bad because you know it was almost it was like nine months ten months after like the initial breakup happened I think my issue is that when the breakup did start I literally became stone cold and I kid you not I'm one of those people I'm literally a Pisces moon for any of you who are astrology people me as the Pisces moon literally did not cry from the months of September 2019 to March 2020 when like I started talking to him again I literally even like commercials cute little commercials with like puppies or like grandparents getting old or whatever I would sob too. I didn't cry even if it had nothing to do with this situation I literally just did not cry and it was really uncomfortable and really scary for me because a lot of stuff did happen throughout those months like my childhood dog of 13 years passed away my grandfather passed away um right before COVID hit and I saw him again excuse me I'm going to get a cough drop because I have been speaking for over 14 minutes. This is crazy. You know, I probably still have more to go. I'm going to try to do no more than 30 minutes each podcast. I think that's pretty reasonable. This is the intro and I'm still going. So this is pretty nice. But um, yeah, it was just crazy because a lot of stuff happened. And even too, I was so just emotionally unavailable that I was so far removed from my work. Like I literally don't even remember a single thing I learned junior year period because the first semester of junior year was when the breakup initially happened and the second semester was the first semester online with you know online crap with covid so i feel like junior year was literally a blur to me and it's scary because i try to look back and i can't even remember like one good thing which really sucks but i'm so sorry to hear all the asmr of this ricola in my mouth but let to take a quick water break too that going good over fifteen minutes. ASMR. Um, so where was I? Yeah, so I literally was just stone cold. I didn't even recognize myself. I feel like people who met me around that time probably don't even recognize me anymore now. Cause I kid you not, I took a full 180. And it was really nice. I'm I'm really happy I have gained my emotions again. I can feel things. I never thought I would ever say that because that's so bizarre, but yeah, I'm very happy that I feel like I'm back to my old self, but like better than my old self, like before him. So this is pretty much how I want to structure things, just to get into that since I did mention him again and before and all that stuff. So pretty much the name of this podcast, which is What I've Accomplished Without Him, um love lost and moving on and pretty much what i will be talking about is events before i started dating him while i was dating him and after him pretty much things that i've accomplished plain and simple because i believe throughout this entire breakup i have forgotten who i was i lost who i was honest to god a reason why i did break up with him is because i felt like we were becoming one person and usually, you know, I feel like when you go through that sort of transformation with someone, you're morphing into one person, but you have similarities and hobbies and you you both have this, you like the same things. But I felt like I was sacrificing a lot more of myself than he was. Like, I love a good video game, believe me. But I was just becoming this like video game nerd and, you know, doing the video games, doing the d d Also, which was a lot of fun, believe me. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to say, oh, he, like, sucked me into this. Because I loved it. I genuinely did. But I'm a musician. I'm studying music education. And I, I didn't even remember the last summer that I actually, like, picked up a guitar, my ukulele, my piano, and, like, actually focused on my own studies. Because he was studying i believe he still is he's he is studying pharmacy and you know he would do the pharmacy job at cvs or or at um another pharmacy and he'd be like okay like i'm going to work see you later this will be over the summer and i'd be like, okay and i would literally sit in my room and just wait for him like i had a job at my local um camp so i would do that from like nine to one and then he would be working till like 7 p.m and i would just literally sit in my room and do nothing Like, I would literally just think about him, think about him coming home, think about what we're going to do together, making plans, you know, contacting other friends to hang out with us. But like, besides that, my world revolved around him. And I don't even know if he even fully realizes that because it just it was just normal. It's just how the relationship always has been. It's definitely gotten worse because in the beginning of the relationship, we were doing a lot more of the stuff that I like like I did shows in high school and he got involved in theater and we did shows together which was great and then he did a debate club and I would go to some of his debate events and everything but it was hard because they did interfere with drama by like our junior and senior year so we were kind of a little more separate but we appreciated things that we did like I would listen to everything with this debate and if he would go over anything and he would come to my shows and help me and like watch me practice it was really nice I feel like weirdly enough as like a 17 18 year old our relationship was so adult-like and so mature that it's just crazy how you add a whole element of college and the distance and being apart physically it changes things i feel like i'm like hold on i gotta like spit out this thing i feel like i'm like swallowing into the mic so sorry but Yes, it's just crazy because I feel like you would think we're in college, we're mature, we're doing our homework, we're on campus, we're responsible for our own things. You'd think that our relationship would also mature with that. But it didn't. I I think it was just so much was happening at once and we just didn't know how to support each other anymore. That I feel like that was kind of the ultimate downfall of our relationship is that we were changing but the problem was we were like one person. So it's hard when you're trying to change, you're trying to evolve and, I guess, discover your own individuality, but you're basically attached to someone that you you don't know how to really handle life without them. And it was hard because I'm so disgusted to myself almost when I look back how like I just couldn't... I thought I literally couldn't do anything without him. And I think that's where the whole... This whole podcast comes into play is that I did so much without him, even when we were together. Like, I accomplished so many things without him, it's actually crazy. And I feel like I touched upon this earlier, but I feel like I just lost sight of my self worth in this relationship because I was just so focused on being this nice little wife who was there for her hubby and stay at home. And blah, like, I literally had. A woman at one of our concerts, because we were in the chorus together in high school, she was asking about our careers and professions, because it was our senior year. And she was like, oh, what are you doing? And he'd be like, oh, pharmacy, and I'm going to do this and that, whatever. And he's like, and the woman was like, oh, like, what do you want to do? Like, she would look at me. And I would say, oh, well, I'm actually going to be a music teacher. Like, I really love chorus. and working with kids. And this woman was like, oh, my God, that's wonderful. So he could do his pharmacy job and make all the money and be the breadwinner, and then you could stay home with the kids. And I'm like, did you not just hear me? I'm going to a school that I'm paying $20,000 a semester for, and getting a career, and working towards a goal, and you think I'm going to go through all of that schooling, and, and one to two years of a master's program, to simply be a stay-at-home mom? Believe me, I want to be a mom more than anything. I love children, but... I'm not gonna sacrifice my entire career and my entire four to six years of schooling just to stay home. Like I- I'm I'm going stir crazy just from like COVID and the pandemic and being home. I can't imagine being home for eighteen years with my kids. And believe me, I give my mother so much credit because she's a stay at home mom, but she she chose to do that because she had a career for I believe Almost 10 years, maybe like a little less than that before she had my twin and I. And she's been a stay at home mom since and she loves it and she doesn't regret it. But then I feel bad because then you have times like these in COVID where she's like, man, like I wish I had a job to go to or to even be online for Zoom for because I'm bored. Like she would get so bored during the beginning of the pandemic where she literally would just karaoke all night and like drink a bottle of wine and hang out and she's not an alcoholic believe me but that's what she would resort to because she's like I literally I feel like I realize that I love you girls and you you girls are my life but you know you're 21 22 you guys have your own lives and like I'm not you don't really need me 100 percent. and you know she really did res- resort back to like being that very typical stay-at-home mom when the pandemic started like she would cook us dinners all the time breakfast all the time like she even would like bring me breakfast in my bed before class like I was like okay hey thanks I will not refuse any food and she's a wonderful cook but you know that's not the life I want to live like I love my mother and I admire her and I think she's a very strong woman she's still in love with my father and dating my father well married to my father um I believe almost 30 years and their love is so special and they're so supportive of of each other and I just want that so badly it's not even funny but like you know they have a great relationship together where they support each other and she does what she has to do he does what he has to do he makes the money she's been like babysitting and stuff but now with the pandemic you can't really do that so she hasn't really been working for like almost a year now it sucks I feel really bad for her she's literally going like stir crazy at this point but um yeah I just really think that's not the life i'm supposed to live like i will definitely you know take off for the first few years of my first child's life you know to be with them but i think after like a year or two i'm gonna go back and i want to teach and i want to use my degree and i want to enjoy what i'm working for and i feel like he never fully understood that because i think he also had this mentality that oh she's gonna be my Pretty little feminine stay at home wife. Oh, she's going to do like the cooking and the cleaning and she's going to be there for me and make me dinner when I get home. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that's, I thought I wanted that when I was in the relationship with him. And I guess he, being with him blinded me to think like this is what I want too. But honestly, one of the greatest things that I've accomplished without him is just learning that I don't want to live that stereotypical life. You know, I want to travel, I want to explore. I want to use my degree. I want to get a job in my degree. You know, I just, I feel like I'm so much more than just a stay-at-home wife and a stay-at-home mom. You know? And I'm really grateful that I did discover that without him. And again, that's probably one of my biggest accomplishments that I feel like I've made over the past year and a half. True, here I am sitting here a year and a half later, still not 100% over him. But, you know, it it sucks. It really does suck. Someone's in your life for so long and you break up and you know it's hard to live life without them and I feel like at this point more than anything I do feel like I'm so close to almost being over him I really genuinely am I think that this podcast will definitely just help me finish that and really help me fully get over him I think that just going through my life from freshman year of high school probably starting maybe sophomore year probably freshman year definitely because that's when he that's when we did start communicating briefly and so on and so forth so from freshman year to now like senior year of college you know it's, it's a lot to unpack and I feel like I just really need to get this out here and if anyone wants to listen you know please do give me feedback I think you know I would love to have friends on this like have them come in like not only necessarily speak about him but even just speak about their own love and relationship problems or good things of course because I do have friends who are in great relationships which are awesome and I would love to hear their take on that but I would definitely love to make this as interactive and as interesting as possible and not just me talking about my drama all of the time but yeah so I see we're approaching 27 minutes so I'll just take the last three minutes I guess to go over verbally though I kind of did but kind of verbally go over my plan I'm going to start with freshman year that's you know when i met him and things i'm gonna go into that too much then when we started dating during junior year of high school to when we broke up the summer before junior year of college and just everything that happens with all the messy breakup stuff and then what's been happening the past six months truly truly not being in any sort of contact because this is the longest time i've gone without any contact at all I And mean, we're not even following each other on any sort of social media so I literally don't know what's going on in his life. I only hear from word of mouth of people who are in school with him or any of my friends that still might talk to him from time to time. But this is like the first time ever that we've ever not been in contact. And it's really crazy. And I'm, it's, it's just, it's still hard. I still have urges to text him, to call him, to just see what he's up to. I don't even genuinely know what my intentions were will be for him if we were ever to contact each other. And I'm also kind of in the mood of, like, I've reached out to him so many times during that first breakup, and apparently he was more upset than I was, because I was a stone-cold bitch and I couldn't even, like, formulate my feelings, and apparently he was more upset than I was, but he still never reached out to me. I guess it's that typical Leo where he has just a very big ego and he doesn't want to seem like he's weak. And, yeah, so he's a Leo and I'm a Capricorn, so you could read into that fire on earth stuff, because, haha. But... It just sucks because I don't even, I I hope, I hope he's not hurting. I never would want someone hurt or upset. Like, I never would wish that upon anyone. But I just wonder if he is. Because I feel like if I'm still upset and I'm still sort of trying to process this breakup, I can't imagine that he's 100% over it. I mean, if he is, that's incredible and, you know, good for him. I wish I had that ability but I don't know. I just feel like I want to know what's on his mind. We we always took pride in our relationship that we were always on the same, like in the same book, on the same page, in the same chapter, etc. All that, you know, type of symbolism. And, you know, I, I feel like it's just weird being off of his page. I feel like at this point we're like not even in the same book or even in the same genre at this point. So it's it's a little crazy. But I am definitely proud of what I've been able to accomplish before him with him and after him so this is definitely going to be a podcast of highlighting that probably derailing a little bit as we could see I did almost 30 minutes of derailing but I think this will definitely be healthy for me and I would love any sort of feedback if anyone does listen but I totally understand if nobody does it's you know it's all anonymous I'm not telling my friends about it maybe a few friends i'll be like oh hey by the way i do this but i'm not gonna be advertising this anywhere so i guess if it gets popular it gets popular if it doesn't it doesn't you know life is life but with about 10 seconds left thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this introduction to my podcast of what i've accomplished without him and i hope to speak soon and you to hear back from me very soon